You are listening to The Riding NFL DFS Podcast with Pat James. You know, I'm not necessarily someone who is banging the drum for the economy to all of a sudden just open right up, um, but... It does feel nice to have some celebrity golf matches, some UFC, the talk of the NBA returning, you know, baseball being played on other continents. It's something that I think is optimistic. You know, we can be a little bit optimistic about the NFL and college football returning, uh, at least at some capacity. I know my state, Pennsylvania, uh, just you know, turned a lot of counties green, which is like the lowest level of restrictions, meaning most businesses can open and all kinds of things like that, which is is good to hear. So we'll see where it gets us. Um, But the Ride In Podcast, new intro there. I had a a buddy of mine cut me a new intro. Hope you like it. It was somewhat influenced by... Peter Overzet's hilarious uh, parody on TikTok of Fantasy Podcast. Now, don't get me wrong. I already had uh, the new intro in the works. My buddy was working on it for the last two weeks or so. Um, so it's not like I heard Peter's uh, or saw Peter's TikTok and then all of a sudden ran out and made a new intro. But I made sure that, you know, the the music fit me. Let's just put it that way. Um, Another note, this podcast was actually supposed to be another best ball podcast with Mike Beers of Rotoviz. I know everybody's familiar with him and all the great work he does. Uh, However, about an hour before we were going to record, a construction crew opened up the road right outside of the window I record that has all my podcast gear and stuff. So... Basically, all you would have heard was jackhammering and my dog going crazy, and there was really no way around it, so we had to reschedule, but he will be on at some point in the near future. All right, rate and review. I would be very appreciative if you guys would head over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, rate it five stars, leave your Twitter handle or someplace, some way, some means for me to contact you. Because I have a very special giveaway that is going to take place uh, in a few weeks. I'm going to keep it somewhat of a secret, but it, I, I guarantee you, believe me, it will be worth your time to take 10 seconds out of your day to write a review and rate the podcast five stars. Just make sure you leave some way for me to get in contact with you because it is going to be a very, very cool giveaway. So this podcast is going to be NFL win totals, my three favorite NFL win totals um, as it stands right now. Things could change, obviously, Um, but what I did was I went through and I went through all 32 teams, all 32 teams assigned a percentage to each one of their Games as a win or loss, um, you know, it took a while, and from that came to a a win loss record, and a few stood out. 
Now, one I think is chalky and kind of a public opinion, which I'm not too happy about. However, I do think that, you know, the public may be right on this one. And it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So last year they had seven wins with Jameis throwing 30 picks, basically turning the ball over more than twice a game, pick sixes galore, shootouts, made for great fantasy scores for, you know, Mike Godwin. That would be the combination of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And, you know, even Jameis and certain games, some other guys uh, pop too, like Brashad Perriman. But now they have Tom Brady, obviously aging, um, Gronk aging, back surgeries. But I really think that, you know, the addition of Gronk, Brady, and even Keyshawn Vaughn as a receiving back to go with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, um, I really think the Buccaneers have a solid shot at a double-digit win season. And it has a little bit to do with you know, their schedule, obviously, now that the schedules are out, that played a big role. Um, so let's take a look at their schedule right now. So they play the the NFC North, which I think is going to be a little bit down this year, right? The Packers, we, we think, fumbled their way through the draft. The Bears really haven't gotten much better. We can argue all day how much of an upgrade Nick Foles is from Mitch Trubisky. I don't think it's huge. I think the Vikings got worse. Um, the only team that I really think got better is the is the Lions, uh, to be honest. And I think the Bucks can win all four of those games. They also play the AFC West. So I uh, we could count that Chiefs game as a loss. Um, but then if you look at the other teams that they are playing, I, I put all of these teams that I'm about to list as potential wins. So the Panthers twice, the Falcons twice. I'm not saying these are definite wins, but these are games that are winnable for the Buccaneers, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Giants, the Rams, and then the NFC North, the Packers, Bears, Vikings, and Lions. The only three games on their schedule where I think they'll be considerable dogs, meaning you know maybe more than four or five points, is... There are two games against the Saints and the game against the Chiefs. So, like I said, I don't always love um, siding with the public. But I think if the Bucks can win seven games with Jameis throwing 30 picks and you add Brady, Gronk, Keyshawn Vaughn, and uh, another year that the young defense has to, to you know, get better and I think... The offense won't be putting them in such terrible spots again. You know, Devin White was an absolute stud. He's going to emerge. Sean Murphy Bunting. They have a lot of great young players on that defense. And I think um, we're going to see the defense improve. I think we're going to see the offense not hang them out to dry. And I think we're going to see 10 or 11 wins from the Bucks. Siding with the public there. Don't love it. Um, but don't love siding with the public is what I'm saying there. But I do think that, you know, if you can find nine or nine and a half wins without uh, a ton of juice, ton of vig, you're in a good spot there. The next one I think is probably my favorite over under win total, and that is the Lions. I know if you listen to my Comeback Player of the Year podcast, 
I'm very high on Matthew Stafford. Um, he was playing out of his mind last season. They were pushing the ball downfield like many analysts have highlighted. You know, he was r- crushing it. And I think the offense as a whole should be very good again. They bring back most of their pieces, um, added DeAndre Swift, which can only help. They still have Carrion Johnson. And then obviously Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola on the inside there in the slot, moving the chains. A healthy Matt Stafford. Love it. Um, you know, they addressed some needs at defense. They did lose Darius Slay, but they got Okuda to replace him. They added Jamie Collins and Danny Shelton from the Patriots, two really good defenders. And they also still have Trey Flowers, who is a, a dynamite uh, pass rusher. So I think the Lions, I mean, if you look at their schedule, geez, I, I think they can literally, they literally can win every single game now. You know, there's a, what I mean by that is when I looked at their schedule, I didn't automatically cross off any games. I mean, maybe the Saints, you can cross that game off. Maybe the Bucks, they'll be they'll be uh, dogs, but you know they play the Vikings twice, the Bears twice, the Packers twice. Obviously, inside the NFC North, I think that's very easy, a three and three split, easily a three and three split with with the way that. Another year in Matt Patricia's system, I think the defense gets better. I really like that. So even if they go three and three there, I can't see that they them having a losing record in their division this year. So I really like the Lions uh, to split the division or better there. Then they play the AFC South and the NFC South. So I think you know the Jags W. Redskins, uh, also on the schedule, W. And then I could see them, you know, being favored against the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Falcons, um, the Jags, if I, if I mention that. So, and then very winnable games against the Texans, the Titans, um, the Colts. I really like their chances. Um, right now, you know, I think 10 and 6 is probably their best case scenario. I mean, like if lights, if everything clicks, lights out, you know, they get better in Matt Patricia's system, Stafford's healthy all year, etc. But I really think the line here, which is um, six and a half, I failed to mention that, six and a half is the line that I am seeing. I, I really think that it's uh, seven wins is something that is fairly uh, attainable for this Lions team. Some places it's at even seven, and then, like, you know, you lose if they win seven games. Don't love that as much. But I think eight, nine wins is is definitely in the possibility uh, range of outcomes for the Lions here. And I might just be a homer. Um, I don't love the Lions. Not a Lions fan, but I say I might be a homer because I do like a lot of uh, players that are on their team in their system right now. I like DeAndre Swift. I like uh, Aquara on defense. Uh, I'm a big Notre Dame guy, so you know he was always someone that I liked. Um, Kenny Galladay own a lot of him, so you know there might be a tad bit of bias there. Um, I've always been a sta- fan of Matthew Stafford and his toughness. I think they can absolutely eclipse six point five wins there and don't even mind um betting on you know the flat seven because you you, you know you 
you don't pay as much juice and eight, nine, ten wins, uh, I think is is within the range of outcomes. And then the last one that I'm going to give you is one that I think I'm against the public on. So it makes me feel <clears throat> pretty good. Uh, and that's the Cowboys under nine and a half or ten wins. You know, if you could find it at ten with a little bit more uh, plus money, I know under nine and a half right now <clears throat> on most sports books is like plus 120, plus 130, which is still a nice number. But I have seen it at 10 flat. Um, plus 140 at, at one point before this podcast was recorded. So so here's my my philosophy on the Cowboys. Yes, they added C.D. Lamb. However, he's not worth more than a half a win. I don't care how good you think C.D. Lamb is. I don't care how many YouTube clips you've watched of him. He's, an abs- he's a great player. He's an electric player. He's going to, you know, potentially be a great receiver um, down the road. But when we're talking about how many wins does he add to a 16-game schedule, it is not much. The thing that I will think will hurt the Cowboys the most is, uh, you know, the new system. Obviously, Mike McCarthy coming in, replacing Jason Garrett, upgrade. However, new scheme on offense, new scheme on defense, not enough time in the offseason to prepare that they would have liked. So I think I'm going to downgrade a lot of teams this year in terms of if I'm going to bet their win total, if they are replacing a ton of players, replacing a ton of coaches. I just can see a little bit of growing pains within a system here. And, you know, I love Jalen Smith. I love Leighton Vander Esch, Demarcus Lawrence, Sean Lee. I mean, they just added Gerald McCoy and Don Terry Poe in the middle. They drafted Trayvon Diggs. They have Xavier Woods back there to join them. They say that the defense is going to be more aggressive. That could be good. It could be bad. Could lead to um, a lot more big plays given up. It, it's very hard for me to look at the Cowboys' schedule and not think that they are going to struggle a little bit. Um, you know, the, it's a daunting schedule. It really is. They face... The Ravens, the 49ers, the Seahawks. Ravens on the road, Seahawks on the road. They do face the 49ers at home. They have to go to Philly once. Um, they face the Rams, the Vikings, and the Steelers. So that right there, right? The Eagles twice, the Ravens, the Niners, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Vikings, the Steelers. That's eight games right there that I think are very losable for this Cowboys team. Now... They also play the Giants twice and the Redskins twice in the NFC East. Very winnable games. And then there's three games that I think, um, you know, I'm on the, I was on the fence about when I rated them out. That was the Browns, the Cardinals, and the Falcons. I could see them, them going either way there, probably going 2-1 and one in those three games. But honestly, like when you look at, at this schedule from, you know, a, a panned out view, I feel like the Browns got better uh, on the offensive line, and they're going to be a little bit better this year. The Cardinals definitely got better, adding Nuke. Um, the, the Falcons finished strong down the stretch, added uh, Caleb on chase on in the draft. I think their defense improves a, a bit, and their offense is still pretty electric. And then you have those teams that that I just rattled off. You know, the Eagles twice, the Ravens, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Steelers, 
the Vikings, the Rams, those are going to be tough outs for the Cowboys, no matter how good they are. And then you, you figure, you know, between the Giants and the Redskins, maybe they drop one of those games. Uh, maybe they go three and one against the Giants and Redskins. That would probably be the most likely outcome. I just, I think they're going to have a hard time getting the double digit wins. And there's, there's plus money on the under of 10 and nine and a half. So that's the way I'm going. So those are the three win bets that I like as of right now. Um, most, the biggest play will definitely be on the Lions. I think six and a half is way too low for their schedule and for how much they've improved. And, you know, it'll be their second year in a system that um, I believe in. And Matt Patricia's uh, added some great players on defense. And, uh, you know, with Matthew, Matthew Stafford healthy. And if he, if he reaches at any point uh, how he was playing to start last year before he was injured, eight, nine wins is, is going to be easy for this Lions team. And then uh, the Bucks over nine and a half and the Cowboys under nine and a half. Those are the three NFL win totals that popped out to me when I went over the schedules. That'll do it. For the Ride in NFL DFS podcast, I hope you guys are having fun in your best ball leagues. Make sure to go over and sign up at Drafters and Deposit using the promo code PAT. You will get 50% deposit bonus on your first deposit up to $100, meaning if you deposit $100, you will get $150 into your account. Uh, rollover rates do apply, but that is an absolute great deal from our friends at Drafters. Head on over there deposit. Ping me when you enter a draft. I'll enter it with you. We'll have some fun. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Ride in NFL DFS podcast. Until we meet again, stay safe and be kind to one another. You are listening to the Ride in NFL DFS podcast with Pat James.